Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. Firebrand Barbecue does it better than anyone else. Why? Because they're the immortals of the barbecue. Online at firebrandbarbecue.com.au or in-store at Arndell Park, where we're dealing with, now get this, over 550 square metres of barbecue heaven. There's a massive range of barbecues, smokers, rotisseries and fire pits. There's a cafe, a deli, the country's widest range of barbecue pantry items and, of course, their fuel products as well. Saturday is market day with 20% off all fuel products. It's the day to visit. Lift your barbecue game and check out firebrandbarbecue.com.au or call 1-800-FIRE-UP and let them know we sent you. You'll be sizzling soon. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The summer of superstars continues. For this episode, we searched far and wide throughout the rugby league community for a guy we consider the best looking, greatest company, most talented, a real man's man. Sadly, they were all unavailable, so instead we got Mark O'Neill. How are you, legend? <laughs> Great intro. I'm good, thanks, Andy. Oh, a carve up to start with. That's I know, nasty. you haven't missed. There's, I'm sure there's more coming. There will be more coming. The name Buckets. The world knows you as Buckets. Where and when was that nickname born? Okay, that's an interesting way to start. Uh, buckets was, it's in reference to the size of my backside. <laughs> okay. Following on from um, buttocks, Paul Sirenen? Yeah, Absolutely. Well, that's uh, I was when we were training together. I was only you know a young kid, and Ciro um, was already obviously established, well established, not mm. only in our club within the game, and, and you wouldn't have got a better person, better role model, a better mentor or teammate to play along oh, than yeah. him. And um, I was a little bit cheeky, and he just turned around one day and he said, "Hang on a minute, have a look at the size of your rump." Bucket ass, and, uh, <laughs> and it stuck. And it stuck. There so, you go. Yeah. Football manager with the mighty Parramatta Reels, a really good season, uh, a pass mark. Despite the last result, it was a progressive year. Yeah, absolutely. I can uh, I can say that now, the, I guess, for the first week after the grand final, we were a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Penrith were amazing, uh, played possibly – you know the best game of the of the season, or, or many seasons for them, and thoroughly deserved their victory. Yeah. And we take the hat off to them and the club and what they've been able to achieve there. But it was a little bit hard to take for the first week. But when yep. you have a chance to sit back and reflect, and you think, well, it's definitely a pass mark for us. Yeah. We've gone week two, week two, week two, three year, consecutive years, mm. and to get to the grand final now has shown that the, you know, we do have a connected bunch. Mm. We do have a great coaching group. And uh, to, to be able to get there, I think, is a pass mark. And there's, you've got to remember there's 14 other clubs that would have liked to have been there as well too. No consolation, we didn't get the you know, yeah. the, uh, the big prize, but it's uh, relatively successful, if not ultimately successful. Rarely does it happen, but Penrith, I thought, were next to faultless, next to perfect. And I, I don't know if anyone or any combined side in the history of rugby league would have beaten them that day. Yeah, it's, it's a fair comment and it's one that – has been made a few times, and I don't know whether it's uh, saddening as as it is sort of reassuring because you think of that they did play really well. We acknowledge that, yeah. and um, and it's sort of disappointing that us that, that finished second were were you know that sort of far behind. But yeah. you know, on the other hand, well, if it wasn't us, who would 
have got there. Because yeah. at the end of the day, we didn't play too bad either, to be fair, yep. you know. And um, there was a lot to like about our performances, but it just shown mm. we've got a bit to go to catch the front runners, haven't we? The loss of a few players this off-season, test of character, test of talent for everyone here at Parra next year, on and off the field. Yeah, absolutely. I guess uh, each year you, there's there's turnover, uh, staff and players. Uh, you know, sure, we've, we've, we're sad to see some players go, mm. but a reality of professional sport these days yeah. is you, you rarely do you see as many one-club players as mm. what historically has happened in the past. And all those men that have contributed at our club uh, and, and are departing this year for, for uh, pursuing other opportunities mm. elsewhere – Great people, all yeah. played a role, all contributed to the success of the club and mm. we're much better for having them as their presence and we hope that they're much better players for coming in contact with Brad, his team and the environment that we've created here at the Eels. Some really good kids on the verge of becoming first graders here over the next two years. I'd say there's there's probably more than a handful of guys that are going to really make a statement in the game. It's actually exciting. I believe it's exciting too because we've got a strong nucleus of our team. We've got a good, um, you know, middle set of forwards and mm. and any any half, you know, likes to play off the back of that. Yeah. And, and that sort of lays the platform. We've got a good balance of the squad. Yep. You know, Brad's proven over many years that we can mm. take players from various levels and improve them, whether that be uh, from the representative yep. uh, arena to debuting some young kids or even to mm. the ones that have – just become first graders and take them to establish first graders. So, yeah, I'm excited about the opportunity uh, that lies ahead, not only from our NRL level, but what lies within our mm. pathways, as you mentioned a little earlier, that will be coming through. Do you still love your footy, mate? I love my footy, mate. Do you? Absolutely. Watch everything and anything? Yeah, I love the I love the footy. It's yeah. I don't get the, the chance as a as a family man now to watch yeah. like uh, like every game. But I've I've always loved football. I've always loved every element of football, whether that's been the training, yep. whether that's been playing in particular, the camaraderie, the yeah. off field, the the sponsors, the fans, the engagement. I love every element of it, and it's uh, and it's because it's about people. That's what makes it so so appealing to me. It's about people and the impact that you can have, and uh, and do have on many, many people's lives. Okay, this is the Firebrand Barbecue Weekend Session brought to us by the legends at Firebrand Barbecue, Bobby and the crew. We love them. You love them too because they're also eels and part of the sponsorship family here. Absolutely. We love all our partners and we try as best we can to uh, to to have a great relationship with them and yeah. add lots of value so it becomes not only a short-term one but a long-term partner because – we love people that identify as eels, and there's plenty of them out there. 100%. First things first, Buckets, are you any good on the barbecue? Well, I go okay. I wouldn't call myself uh, an expert by okay. any means. I, I like eating the, the spoils of it yeah. but, uh, and having a drink too uh, along with them, but uh, I, I can hold my own, put it that way. There's our first issue, and I don't want to give <laughs> anyone up, but – a young lady called Belinda reckons you need some help. Yes, okay. Well, uh, that's fine. She goes okay on the tooth, as do our three yeah. girls as well too. So, uh, But um, no, fair enough then. I'll have to take that feedback as as one should. Yeah, take it as constructive criticism. Uh, we'll get you onto the uh, onto the website at firebrandbarbecue.com.au. We'll get you uh, sorted. We'll get you enjoying Time for our ultimate weekend session. Uh, the beers are on ice and there's eight guests to invite. 
There's nothing better than a barbecue, but you've got to do it right. Firebrand Barbecue does just that. They are the Hall of Famers, the immortals of the barbecue. Either in store at Arndell Park or online at firebrandbarbecue.com.au. A family business, Aussie owned and operated. It's the barbecue mecca for one reason. They are the best. It's more than just the meat. It's what you're cooking it on. It's what you're cooking it with. And they've got all the answers and all the items to improve your barbecue game. In store, we're dealing with over 550 square metres of barbecue heaven. There's a massive range of barbecues, smokers, rotisseries and fire pits. There's a deli, a cafe, Australia's widest range of barbecue pantry products and, of course, all their fuel products too. They're open six days a week for all the info you need to lift your barbecue game. Go to firebrandbarbecue.com.au. That's firebrandbarbecue.com.au or call 1-800-FIRE-UP. So who's up first, mate, and why? Well, I guess if I could start with a bit of, I guess, loyalty, if you like, it'd have to be uh, my father and brother, two best mates, uh, Ronnie, who's not with us anymore, and Paul. Um, so it'd be good to have them uh, around and have a beer. They're both like a uh, play a few few pranks and a bit of a stir amongst them. So we could, a bit like yourself, yeah, 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 a little bit like myself, I guess. That might be where it come from. But uh, no, I'd have those two there. Um, if I look around at others around a sporting sort of sense, I think Steve War. Yeah. I like Steve Wall. I love how he was he was uh tough. He was uncompromising. Um nothing ever sort of phased him. He always he always appeared to be calm and in control yep. no matter what. And I uh I admired that. Did you ever get the chance to meet S. Wall? Yes, I've met him once or twice and uh and yeah, you know those brief occasions have mm. been have been ideal. But I, you know, that, when he scored that century when it was coming towards the back end yeah. of his career, when the, you know, I can't think of it. Might have been would have been two thousand three. Oh, that, test that? him! I can hardly test remember him. what I had for lunch yesterday, <laughs> let alone what what year it was. But I remember it at the SCG, and he hit a four off the final yeah, ball of the day. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And the news was delayed and everything like yeah. that. I think that was great. Um, yeah, so Steve War. I would be interested uh, in Elon Musk. You're not the first person to uh, to mention Elon Musk. Why have you gone, Elon? Well, I I think he doesn't see or or feel or subscribe to the theory that there are some boundaries. Yeah. I think you know, like he's he's entrepreneurial. He's a bit of an innovator. He, yeah, he seems to do his own things and 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 what others sort of suggests that can't be done. He looks to go beyond that, I think, a little bit. So that would be – he'd be interesting. He would be interesting. He, I've said it to other guys. He seems to, in his own world, however he theorises, to know where we're going and what's needed to get there, and he's often that conduit between where it is and where it needs to be. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, – and I think that um, – I think there's, there could be a lesson in – you know, in that for all of us, like he's very brave. Yeah, he, like he he takes that that leap of leap of faith, doesn't he? You know, so yeah. it's. Uh... Is Elon married with three daughters though? 
I've got yeah. no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got a boss to answer to, Buckets. Indeed. Yeah, Indeed. okay, so we've got four. So, was, so that a, was that a segue into the boss? I better... I better say Belinda now. You better say Belinda now, yeah. Absolutely. Yep, okay. You're Belinda. a suck-up, yeah. Thanks, Andy. I owe you one for that, mate. Uh, so, yep, Belinda's in there. Wonderful story. Um, I went to school with Belinda. I went to school with the whole Griffin family. Uh, she's not Belinda Griffin now, Belinda O'Neill. Uh, breast cancer survivor, ambassador, inspirer, and a hero to many, yourself included. I was just about to say, including yeah. me. Yeah, so she's been through... Um, an incredible amount in her, you know, journey. I think in her 26th birthday um, was when she was diagnosed uh, with breast cancer, which led to a mastectomy, um, reconstructive surgery, the same operation, um, plenty of scarring and, uh, you know, to go with that, uh, both physical and mental. Yeah. Uh, tat- you know, some tattooing, uh, the loss of hair, chemotherapy. Um, you know, on some drugs for the following two-year period yep. from memory, and this is before we were married or had children or anything like that. So, yeah, to go through that at such a young age is, mm. oh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's awful for anyone. You wouldn't wish that upon anyone. But the way that she handled that and come yep. out through and just dealt with it bit by bit and and, and through every stage of that recovery, uh, she was working. You know, so the kids, she's yes. a teacher, so the kids at school. She claims Wade Graham. She taught Wade Graham. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. So she claims I didn't his think success. was that old. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So uh, but but working through that um, school, that was at Walters Road at Blacktown. Yeah. But um, through losing your hair, yeah. wearing bandanas, wearing wigs, yep. short hair, coming back, sort of showed the kids a little bit that, you know, you don't have to actually think the worst outcome. When someone's that. diagnosed, and it was, it was ironic. Uh, one of the one of the uh, mothers of a child at school where she was teaching mm. there, you know, actually, unfortunately, sadly, had breast cancer, mm. and um, and she came and saw Belinda, and she said, "Oh, but you know, um, little Johnny, the son, he's handling it fine because he said, oh, 'Oh, don't worry, you know.'" Miss O'Neill's had that, and she's you know she's fine. You'll be right. <laughs> so oh, bless! Gives them a little bit of uh, optimism. So yeah, that's terrific. Yep. Now got to include Belinda in there. Well, absolutely, you saved me there, mate. <laughs> um, what about another one that I'd find fascinating? Just to just to see what's going on inside the uh, between the ears. There would be Donald Trump, the great man. Yes. Would you be uh, Would you be voting for Donald to return in twenty twenty four? Well, I don't know. I'd go that far. I had a mate that uh, that used to work for uh, for Donald and the, the business when he was Is that right? in New York. Yeah, so it was uh, it was interesting, like to hear some of you know his perspective. But I just bet. just again, like he's done many many things, and like yeah, you know, I'm sure he would have been told at some point. Listen, you're no hope if we become a yeah. president of the United States of America. Yeah, and there he was, but. I go down that theme as well. Serena Williams would be one that I yep. would uh, like. She just broke all the barriers and boundaries, and she was yep. so dominant, such a powerful athlete, and uh, she was just winning for fun there at, at some was. stage. The, and the, I think she left a bit in the tank too for over her career. I yeah. think there was some some easy, uh, or you know, I think she lost a few games. She should have won in the finals. So crazy that as young women. Venus was the one we all had our eyes on too, and Serena sort of 
snuck up and took everyone by surprise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, indeed. Um, if I move on from that, I suppose. Um, how many have I got there? You've got, got seven, so we've got one seat remaining. Well, mate, I'm going to have to shot in Griffo. I'm going to have to shot my brother-in-law. Oh, because a party's not a party without Griffo. I really, he, he will make it fun. He will make sure everyone's included, and if everyone doesn't have a good time, well, he takes that personally. So I'm going to have to shot Griffo in there. The great Paul Griffin, the former <laughs> North, North Sydney under twenty three start. Do you ever see him play footy? Yes, yeah. yes, I did. He, he, him and my brother played footy together, actually. That's how I sort of first come in touch. But the other thing from shotting him in there as well is that it sort of evens a blame because we got Belinda in, yeah. as I was going to put in anyway. Yeah. But when I'm out with a brother, you get a bit of a bit of leeway, don't yeah, you? Yeah, so a little, little bit see of See what I did off. there, Annie? Yeah. You like that? I love, it's, well, up, upstairs for thinking. Yeah. Um, okay, let's run through the list. Dad, Ronnie, brother, Paul, Steve, War, Elon Musk, Belinda O'Neill, Mark's gorgeous wife, Donald Trump, Serena Williams, and Captain Redneck himself, the great Paul Griffin. Griffin's Air Conditioning at griffinair.com.au. That's it for another five-round weekend session with the guy who played 233 games for the Tigers. Mark O'Neill, thanks for your time, legend. Thank you very much, Andy. We hope you enjoyed this episode, episode number 375. That's 375 episodes of Rugby League Gold and each and every episode is timeless. They never date. You can go back to the start and download the lot. Make your way through them on the only podcast that talks with the superstars and not about them. Make sure you come back soon, legends. Legends.